Let's bring in our first guest here. Now we've had a look at some of the top stories, some key levels in the indices. I've got Joe Perry with us this morning from Forex.com, from City Index. Joe, good to have you back. Let's begin with the rate hey, hike man. from the RBA. Uh, good morning. They went ahead with the 25 basis point uh, hike, a bit less than anticipated, though. Right. Yeah, you know, the market was pricing in 50. Uh, they have had some good data out. And I, I can understand why the market was looking for 50. However, uh, R RBA's Governor Lowe had told us uh, last week or the week before that uh, they were nearing their, their the time uh, to stop hiking 50 basis points. And he said that time is near. And that was kind of a clue that they were going to go 25 basis points. So I don't think the market was... Um, quite as surprised as it could have been, I, although they were pricing in 60% for 50. But I think that, you know, that little hint that we had from uh, Governor Lowe kind of kind of gave us a signal that it could have been 25. You know, funny, as you said that, it made me think about uh, how we have seen these kind of hints, uh, to use your word, as far as uh, precursors to whether it was some of the higher than expected rate hikes. But now in this instance, again, a, a little bit of a, a teaser in terms of what to expect in this instance. Now, I did notice, and if we could just take a look real quick at the Aussie dollar, because that's where I wanted to go next in terms of what you saw as far as reaction. I just want to cover what we saw as far as three-year yields. Uh, they spiked uh, the biggest move lower since October of 2008. And we saw almost a 4% rally in the equity markets as reaction to the largest we've seen since June 2020. But here you can see it looks like the Aussie dollar is kind of in this uh, overlapping rotational kind of consolidation phase down near the yellow prints. Yeah, I think that uh, the it, it did initially uh, spike lower and then... Um... Uh, I think that the market kind of got a hold of themselves and it moved back up. And then, uh, of course, with the, the dollar moving lower today, I think it just kind of rolled over and moved with it. I think that this will continue because if they are going to be cutting 25, um, the currency should be moving lower. So I think that uh, we will see the Aussie dollar continue to move lower. Uh, Joe, you know, I mentioned at the top of the show how I think that's giving a lift uh, to the indices here this morning. Just kind of this idea that maybe some of the heavy lifting has been done. Talk to us about, uh, speaking of rallying back, and uh, it, we've got the pound, which has been coming off lows last week, down around the 103 handle. Uh, recently, I saw them back up. I mean, almost a 900-point move. I'm just checking uh, where things ended up yesterday. It looks like they got, well, overnight it's extended, it looks like, up to 114. So right. a solid move here off these lows. It does look like a little bit of stabilization was achieved in terms of the BOE's efforts to do so. Sure. Well, when you think about what happened, uh with the with trust's budget uh the markets clearly were not happy with that uh it did move lower and then you think about when that low was put in it was on a sunday night it was during uh very Friendly trade thin, market pre-trade market yeah so uh it it, it was it, it could be expected for algos to jump in there and try to push that down to those all-time new lows you know even try to push it to parity however once the bank of england came in you know you have a bank saving pretty much saving your currency. So uh, I think that the rally is justified. And I think that's probably around where it should be uh, or at levels where it was before the, the mini budget was announced. And you also had uh, over the weekend uh, into Monday morning, you had the chancellor dialing back some of those tax cuts for the top earners. We had that as one of our top stories yesterday. Uh, that seems to have helped ease some of the uh, pain that the pound had been feeling. I'm looking here right now. If higher today, it looks like six days in a row to the upside. Yeah, and and I think it's it's justified. However, um, you know this is a, a strong move, and 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 we have rallied to you know the pre-announcement mm -hmm. of the mini budget levels. Uh, 
it, it, we will probably pull back uh, uh, someone here. It's going to be interesting uh, when the BOE, when we get to October 14th and the BOE uh, does stop their new QE program, if that's what you want to call it. Um, but, you know, they said that they're going to start uh, actually selling bonds uh, at the end of the month now. Uh, so it'll be really interesting to see what they have to say at their next meeting. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, that uh, uh, temporary reprieve in terms of the relief they provided, it, it was only through October 14th, I think, 65 uh, billion it was. But uh, talk to us a little bit about uh, what we're seeing in terms of the dollar, because again, a big spike up to 114.75, I think it was, or 74.5, I think it was, a record high against the pound. Uh, probably most of that tied to, it seemed like the euro, the yen was somewhat limited to the downside relative to, again, the pound as mentioned, down eight of 10 days, I think it was. Um, uh, what are you seeing in terms of US dollars? Rates have come off, it seems like the greenback, uh, is back down to this 110 handle. I do like the dollar still, although we have pulled back. Uh, you know, it, it was on such a, a, an aggressive move yeah, higher. It's on fire. Uh, moved out of a channel. So I think that this is this temporary relief was due. Um, you know, give it a chance to pull back, pull back into the channel. The RSI let it unwind. But at the end of the day, the RBA. I'm sorry. The <laughs> The Fed is still going to be the strongest of the uh, of the major central banks. Um, you know, just yesterday we had Williams come out, and and all the central bankers actually who have been speaking over the last week have said that inflation, uh, getting inflation down, is their 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 primary goal. Yeah. And they they seem to, to to be of the mind that they don't care what it takes. They're they're going to be hiking rates. So the dollar should be the highest, I think, moving forward. Um, but like I said, you know. You get these ebbs and flows, and I, I think that this pullback possibly around to 110 in the dollar index is, is a, a healthy move. You know, along those lines, that's been one of the things I've been kind of focused on and talking a lot about, Joe, is the rhetoric hasn't changed, right? The fundamentals remain the same, ultimately. Now, a softer PMI number from yesterday's data, but, I mean, that's not necessarily going to shift the Fed one way or the other. So this hiking kind of drumbeat continues, yes, maybe a little bit less aggressive than we expected. We pointed out with the RBA and possibly even the Fed. I mean, everybody's maybe getting over their skis on this one, I feel like. But the question here to you is, does this news prompt initiative type buying in the stock market? And, uh, you know, again, uh, um, some of these foreign currencies that have been taking it on the chin, initiative buying here, longer term type buying uh, with expectation that value is going to be higher? Or do you see this buying just kind of in the bear market type trend environment where uh, you're going to see some shorts covering, but not necessarily new longs coming into the market at this point still, considering the conditions are as they are and still remain uh, as is? Yeah, I do think that this is a bear market rally. I do think that uh, because of uh, the data that we saw yesterday, you know, bad data is good yeah. uh, because the, the Fed won't hike as much. I think that we are getting, uh, the markets are getting a little ahead of themselves. And I also think that, you know, yesterday was the first day of October. It's a new quarter. Mm -hmm. uh, money had to be put to work. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that that has a lot to do with it too. So I think that, you know, going uh, into the end of this week, I do think non-farm payrolls will matter because um, it could be the first time that we see a, a possibly a significant pullback uh, in the, the numbers. Um, you know, we have a lot of data out before then to, to, to watch in terms of uh, jobs data and what the, you know, to get a better idea of what the number may be on Friday. But if it is weaker, that's going to be the first sign for the Fed that they're in trouble because, they, because they've been hanging their hat on that jobs number. Yeah. They've been saying the jobs market's strong, so we're just going to keep hiking. And if we do get a weaker number, that's going to that's raise some eyebrows. 
We're going to talk about uh, jobs numbers, expectations in our next segment as we get ahead. This jolts number here are headed our way today. But I wanted to get your thoughts. As you mentioned the numbers here, one that sort of came to mind was the Eurozone number, uh, that PPI overnight. I mean, a staggering level. What was it? It was up uh, 40 percent, I think. I mean, uh, a significant bump there. It was 43.3 percent year over year after 38.3 percent back in July. I mean, uh, again, here's the number right now we're looking at it. This is uh, kind of along where we were just talking about how the fundamentals basically haven't changed. We're still dealing, dealing with inflation that central bankers, uh, you know, are forced to be reckoned with, as I call it. Yeah, and, and like you were saying, 43 percent is a staggering <laughs> number up from 38. But 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 nothing has changed. The PPI has been high for a long time. Okay. Um, so so it's something that uh, is is ongoing. Um, the the inflation number that we had from the CPI was was double digits. Ten um, you know, percent. Yeah. Yeah, and and I think that uh, the eurozone is is going to be one of those uh, one of those areas where the ECB is going to have a difficult decision. You know, considering that they're going to have to hike rates in and possibly a, a recession. And that's one of the reasons that I think that the dollar is going to be uh, one of the stronger currencies um, around for a while because because of um, that 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 dynamic that is going on in the eurozone. And not only that, but also you know um, the UK as well. We always say continuation more likely than change here on the Future Show, Joe, and we appreciate you joining us here and sharing part of your Tuesday morning with us to talk currencies and some of the recent uh, events that are playing out on investors' minds as we head into the beginning of the fourth quarter. Joe Perry joining us, a senior market analyst at Forex.com and City Index.